Oh my goodness, this nigga still talking. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, man? It's not back with it, man. Freaking April 5th. We in the month of April, guys. <sighs> Trying a little bit something different. Holding the microphone. No longer using the mic stand. Just because last time, I feel like I was playing with it too much. <laughs> so, I got to control myself. So, holding it, the, sound, the noise isn't going to come in as much. But y'all don't really care about that, do you? Nah, you don't. You don't. But how you doing, man? Honestly, not too much has happened to me this past week. Um, like, I just, I've just been chilling. Had a midterm just today, this morning. Bro. Oops. Um, that's gonna be a bitch. I just spilled a whole bunch of screws on the floor. That was from my beats, and I was going to fix them, and then I just stopped. Fuck it, we ball. Ugh. <laughs> I'll be picking up those tiny ass screws forever. Might need me to buy a whole new fucking separate screw kit, bruh. Fucking Beat Studio 3 screw kit. If it's on sale, let me know. Let's just get let's get into a few topics, man. Honestly, something that I wanted to talk about last week when it was happening, but I ended up just not like getting the time to, you know. We we ended up just freaking diving straight into that fucking NBA shit, and I still don't think LeBron deserved any of the MVPs. Like if you remember, the only one them niggas were trying to give to him was a fucking Russ one. I'm pretty sure. First was tripping with the fucking D Rose one. Nobody at the time said D Rose, so it's it's crazy that we want to fucking go back and try some fucking revisionist history. <laughs> like Chris Bosh was being nice when he said, "Oh, freaking LeBron or freaking D Rose deserved it," but Anthony Davis was being real when he said, "Fucking <laughs> LeBron earned it last year." Dog niggas just be fucking moving the fucking goalposts, bruh. It's fine. I don't think that nigga deserved the fucking D-Rose MVP. Like, D-Rose made it to the first seed by his damn. <laughs> LeBron was with Bosh and fucking Wade, and them niggas were like fourth seed. You're not going to be convincing me that, that 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 deserves an MVP when you look at the level of talent that was supposed to be on that roster versus literally the lack of talent that Derrick Rose had. Like to play with because freaking two like two or three of his top fucking like of his best players were injured for majority of the season. I don't blame that nigga. And then for Harden, and then they said that for Russ one, for Russ one nigga, that just should have went to Harden. Harden fucking averaged more points and almost had a triple double, and he was the first seed in the West. Like. Westbrook averaged like one or two more rebounds. 
Harden averaged more points and led his team to the first seed. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't like the fact that they even tried to say LeBron over Harden. Disgusting to me. The two MVPs Giannis won were warranted. Like every person that I've argued with about that, like you know, when we've literally just signally single handedly argued about that one thing, like last year's for example, man. I had I had to argue with Nigel right before spring break. I had an argument with someone else, like, during the MV- NBA Finals, bruh. I went to IHOP with this nigga. And he was all like, nah, LeBron should win. I'm like, nah. Giannis has been a better defender. Like, niggas don't keep in mind that, like, the Bucks' defensive scheme is actually fucking atrocious. in this, At least in today's league. Like, beforehand, it would have been fine. But, like, with the amount of threes that niggas are taking, the Bucks are literally saying, you can take as many corner threes as possible. As long as you don't fucking get into the rim, we don't care. And they be over-helping in the rim, bruh. And literally, it's to the point where Giannis is the only reason that, that like, it, that the only thing that makes that fucking joint, like, good. Because he's the fucking best help defender. <laughs> and he has to play that fucking role to a T. He has to get back, do the switches and all that bullshit. Yeah, nah, I don't blame Giannis in the fucking slightest, bruh. Giannis... If Giannis didn't want to sign that extension, he wanted to leave. I would not have fucking blamed them at all. Budenhoser is able to get that like simple offense in general, bro. But every time in the fucking playoffs, those ISO offenses always go to fucking shit, which is why I was glad when they got Drew Holiday. But now nah, they're not a hundred percent using Drew Holiday like how I want them to use him in the sense that. He's not doing any pick and roll. He doesn't. He's barely doing any pick and rolls. I feel like with Giannis, like Giannis could be a fucking lob throw with how fucking athletic that nigga is. The hell. That's also why I feel like I like. I also I also like freaking Giannis better than AD because Giannis has to lead a team by his damn. I don't give a fuck, bro. When AD did that, did it? Eh, he was alright. Like that's all I can really say. He was alright. I feel like Giannis's peak is definitely something that could be higher than AD's. But look, but getting back to like the whole defense thing, just and I'm not gonna stay on this point for too long. Max the ten minute mark, all right? If you're not feeling for it, skip ahead a bit, all right, nigga? Fuck you. <laughs> Y'all niggas gonna hear? Y'all gonna listen to me rant about Giannis, bro? You know what? Yeah. I'm going to be honest for a little bit. Then I'm going to talk about my nigga Kyrie. Kyrie. <laughs> a beautiful son of a bitch. I mean, <clears throat> that great basketball player. <laughs> but literally with Giannis, bro. Like, when he's off the floor, the defensive rating of the Bucks last year went to the middle of the pack of the league, if not less than that. When he's on the floor... They're, the be- they're like the best defense in the league. Top three easily, if not number one, last year. If that's not saying anything to anybody, like, <laughs> not only that, but like, the Bucks are supposed to be a team where it's like, all right, they're all, they all space out and they depend on Giannis, like a lot, to initiate offense and just like, Collapse the defense and then Giannis would kick it out. But if nobody's making shots, 
nobody like there's barely anybody cutting like I think it was only really DiVincenzo and then Michael Covington that would be cutting sometimes sometimes like to the point where it's like when he gets doubled or tripled there's nobody to help him there's no like easy pass for him to make by the time he's there he's in the fucking center and everybody else is just outside it's like when you see somebody getting doubled Whoever, like, if your man is the person that left you to double the other person, I, in my opinion, it is partly your job at that point to get as open as possible and get a good, and get in a good angle for a good pass to be sent your way. Whether that's cutting, whether that's, like, just spacing out to a different part of the three-point line, all of that, like, it just doesn't make much sense to me. And then, like, the very fact that, like, Giannis has only lost to, like, the best coaches. <laughs> like, Nick Nurse. Literally, like, coach, coaching-wise, he's one of the best coaches in the league right now. Looking Eric Spolstra, coaching-wise, one of the best coaches in the league right now. And that literally, show, that literally, show, literally shows me more, <laughs> more of the issue with the Bucks as a whole than issues with Giannis because like everybody was all like, "Oh yeah, Giannis can't shoot. Giannis can't shoot. That's why they're tr- they're doing bad." I'm like, "Nah." It's the fact that like even when Giannis's passes did connect, which they did, the niggas were just literally missing the shot. And and I didn't like if you look at both playoffs in the first playoffs when against the Raptors, Giannis was fucking was making the passes. And literally the only good person on their team that was actually making shots was Brogdon. Gone the next season. Literally gone the next season. Middleton was pretty bad. Like garbage that series. And then freaking the next the next freaking round the next year. Go against Miami. First of all, Middleton was like Middleton actually picked it up that like those games. But it's like Miami already knew. That as long as they don't lose to Giannis, they weren't going to lose. And it was that simple. And people were trying to make the argument, why did why did Giannis, why did they win the game after Giannis left? Alright, the Warriors beat the Rockets after KD left. After he messed up his leg, like, the hell? Steph Curry shot... Made zero, like, made no points in the first half of one of those games. Then scored 30 in the second half. All right? I ain't never heard anybody, like, no one, no, people don't really be saying Harden is a choker, choker, bro. They just be like, they underperformed in the playoffs, bro. Besides that one year where that nigga was, like, 0 for 20, like, that entire team was, like, 0 for 27 for threes at one point. How the hell you miss fucking 27 Three pointers in a row. It's a three pointer shooting team. At that point, <laughs> like I could also after you miss the first like ten or eleven, like I would really tell my team, yo, get some mid range shots in there, bruh, for a little bit. Like learn how to fucking like you gotta you gotta get your fucking rhythm, bruh. <laughs> At that point, that shit was atrocious. Like just stuff like that, like. For all the other people, we'll acknowledge when their teams are bad, especially LeBron, bro. We'll always acknowledge when LeBron, quote-unquote, needs more help. And my thing about that is that fact that, like, at the end of the day, 
I think it was LeBron always puts himself in those situations. The Miami Heat, the fucking went by the end of the by the end of it. Obviously, he couldn't predict that like how steep of a drop off freaking D Wade was gonna have, and the uh, issues that ended up happening with Chris Bosh. Obviously, he couldn't predict that. But it's like I don't know. It's like he kind of knew that they were gonna be on a different timeline, in my opinion. So that's one thing. But in that one, it wasn't even that bad. I feel as it was just more like serious, unfortunate events that caused them not to win as many titles as they could have. Like, or at least like not a series, just like just some like unfortunate stuff. Like the Spurs, like look, man, I call Papa Cheater because that nigga fucking tanked for Tim Duncan, and then literally just having Tim Duncan on your team can it gives you a chance of winning a championship. When you have, and especially since fucking Popovich is a goat level coach, like as a coach, he's great. He's he's still a he's still a terrible person for saying what how he did to get Tim Duncan. Just like the Celtics are like more or less a terrible franchise for all the fucking shady shit that they be trying to do. When they fucking the way they tank to get fucking Larry Bird and then made him wait a year, <laughs> and then everybody's like, oh my gosh, the year Larry Bird came, he became the team flipped. They started doing a lot better. No, everybody on the Celtics was basically injured that year, and that's how they fucking tanked for Larry Bird, and they gave him an extra fucking year off. So that's how he was able to play against Magic in the fucking college games as a year older. Like niggas don't be looking at that shit. <laughs> that's why I say they're cheaters, bro. I think Sam Pinky, you know, in a little bit of a light, he's a cheater too. Even though them niggas like fucked up, they still got two stars: Ben Simmons and Embiid. Because, like, that taking shit works. But, I don't know, bro. I feel so, like, if you're a good team and then you tank for, like, the one of the, like, cons- like easy, especially, like, easy, like, number one picks, one of those, like, good drafts. Like, for example, bro, Celtics are a good team. Right now, in my opinion, I just think they should, like, I was from the get-go, I was like, you shouldn't have got Kemba Walker. You should not have gotten Kemba Walker. Like, the issue with Kyrie being there especially was, like, the lack of fucking touches because of all the shot creators. It was better now, like, when Kemba came just because of the way he – and this is where I'm going to get to Kyrie stuff. So, I guess skip to 20 because I'll go through this quickly because there's other stuff I want to get to. But, um, freaking – the stuff with Kemba was, like, he's a shot creator. He's a finesse player, like, and everything. But it's like, yeah, you got someone else that can hit hard shots. But at the same time, I feel as though that's why you got Jalen or you had Jason Tatum. I feel as though the reason that they got Kemba was because they didn't believe that Jalen Brown could be a number two or even potentially like one a 1B, which he ended up becoming. And to that, I'm like, because Jalen Brown's my second favorite player. And honestly... I like him. I like him more than Tatum, even though I know Tatum is technically better. Tatum just like be playing little like bitch made sometimes. Like if you look at his like percentages at the rim and the way he plays, sometimes he just doesn't want to get to the rim. Like last year after the All Star break, when his like numbers started going up, he started exploding, having those forty point games. That's when he started attacking the rim a lot more. 
that's when he stopped taking uh, as many like of the mid rangers and he like just completely pulled back and like was only was like majority of stuff was just coming from three point or in the paint. And then every he would only shoot mid rangers when he had the space. He wouldn't just continue. He wouldn't always be shooting the turnarounds. I feel so like every season he ends up trying to put that in his bag again. It's like in the beginning of like every season, anyways. By the end of it, it's like you know what you we know what you could have done better instead, but you just didn't want to. And I just don't get it. Jalen Brown, on the other hand, I feel as though like he's literally the other way. He's like literally like he started his career literally being only a finisher. And I just love the way he developed, like the handles, the shot, everything, bro. I like Jalen Brown, bro. Like just the effort and everything he gives always just made me like just prefer him over a lot of other players. So like his like level up is amazing. But like that's what I'm saying. That I feel as though that was the only reason to get Kemba. But at that point, I was all like, I, I, in my opinion, I was, I thought that you should just develop the team. Don't get Kemba. Let Marcus Smart play point guard. Try and keep Al Horford. Because Al Horford was a good enough passer. You have Hayward, you have Horford, and then you have fucking, like, Marcus Smart. As your starting lineup, that would have been fucking insane. Marcus Smart is in the point guard position. He can defend one through four and some fives, which is... Already amazing. He's a decent playmaker, decent shooter, and a decent and eh, the mid and eh, an all right shot creator. All right. Then you have Jalen Brown being your shooting guard. Can guard one through four, some fives. You have Haywood being your small forward, guard one through four. I don't know about some fives for him, but maybe some like the lower, like the shorter ones and everything, the smaller ones. Um, Jason Tatum, guard one through five for the most part. I feel like obviously not the best fives. And then Horford would have been able to guard, and he would have been the four, the power forward. Freaking Horford would have been able to guard fucking three, mostly just fours and fives. But his defense and his playmaking would have changed, would have helped this team so fucking much more. Like, because this is the thing. The Celtics have been struggling to have a good big man. Like, obviously, Robert Williams is coming up. And that's what I'm saying. You kept Hayward just so you could develop your centers. Because Time Lord now, he's freaking doing his thing. But, like, I feel as though, like, you didn't try and develop him for a role. You just try to develop him in general so he could have a center. So, like, now my issue is, like, nobody knows their role. Nobody knows how to work together. Everybody's just doing ISO plays and trying to make shots. And... As we saw with the fucking Clippers, sometimes they don't just go in. <laughs> sometimes they don't go in. As we saw with the Bucks, sometimes they don't go in. As we saw with the Rockets for multiple years, I feel like, sometimes they don't go in. So it's like, when you're, when you're, when it's like that, it's always good to have like some motion, bro. Some, some, a little bit of difference. Something that you can keep your opponent on their toes. When you're doing the same thing over and over again, oh yeah, Giannis, don't dunk the ball. If they don't give you space, pass it out. It's no helping, bro. Now I'm just gonna spit my Kyrie love real quick, bro, <laughs> and then be done with it. Okay. Put the mic back in the stand for this one, dog, bro. Everybody's saying that 
if it's Harden and Kyrie, they don't see them fucking like being able to win a championship just them two. I do. It's gonna be fucking tough, but like, dog, I've been watching this nigga clack. Oh my goodness, bro, the blonde braided murderer. <laughs> That man can switch, can guard one. Then they can guard point guards to all the way to fucking centers. He has great athleticism. <laughs> like, dog, this man is a goat. Is like, dog, I'm telling you, bro. Kyrie, like, especially with like how things are turning out, he, I don't even know who might be the Finals MVP <laughs> if, if the Nets win. Like, literally, it's gonna be that crazy. Because a majority of people are just going to, like, try and stop James Harden and Kevin Durant. So this gives, it literally gives Kyrie the chance to go as fucking crazy as he wants. Same with Joe Harris. He can go as fucking crazy as he wants. And that's why the, like, Nets are so fucking dangerous. The only thing was a, that was a problem was defense. I want to see, what is it? I think the Nets actually played a game today against the Knicks. The New York Knickerbockers. <laughs> oh, they're down right now. What the fuck? I mean, eh. I don't think they have James Harden yet. I think it's just Kyrie still. So that's, and that's it. Oh, no, James Harden. Oh, but he's definitely on minutes restrictions. He's only played four minutes. He might have even gotten out. It's already halftime. James Harden has only played four minutes in his halftime. He's either on restrictions or or like I don't know. Oh, or he got re-injured. Nets relied heavily on KD when Irving was away, and Harden hadn't been hadn't yet been acquired. KD later got hurt. Nets leaned on Harden with patience with Irving and load management. He has been. He had had more time away. Harding gets a now huge load is on Irving, who had injury issues in the past. Hey yo, but in the halftime stats, Kyrie got twenty three points. <laughs> that nigga aiming for forty. <laughs> Honestly, the only issue, like issue with like Kyrie starting, and then they're not being like a Harding, like because this is the thing, KD and Harden. Have the bot like especially when Harden's playing point guard. When Harden is playing point guard with a body of a two or even like or, or small or a small three, he can defend a lot and his post defense is already is already like pretty good, like excelling. So it's like as a guard, he's not he's not too weak for that. And so when it's just him, and then Joe Harris is probably on the shooting guard and everything, their defense is tight. But because they don't have any, because they can't, you can't really pick on Harden, on Harden as much as people like try and make it seem like Harden still knows how to trap people, like put people in like a trap defensively and everything, and lead them towards their bit towards his big and everything. He had like he had to. He was really the only other person on Houston before, and although his defense was pretty mid when he was on Houston, it was still like that was it. All right, so getting past that, after that, Harden. KD, we already know how much how much of a defender he can be. Like he can play center in some in some freaking positions <laughs> or in some in some lineups. So it's like you already know like defensively he's gonna be good. 
the issue is that while Kyrie can produce a lot offensively, he's not like an innate playmaker. He's too much of an innate scorer. The thing with James Harden is that he could get he could help get his team like everybody going. Which is why I like I can see James Harden is better. I just at the end of the day. But I still love my nigga Kyrie. You know, this is Kyrie appreciation, bro. Kyrie love, bro. Love that nigga Kyrie. So, like, I'm going to, like, look, as a team to go with and just stick with, I think I'm going to stick with the Celtics. But I'm telling you, bro, the Nets win a ring. I'm fucking talking all my shit. I'm making a YouTube video on why Kyrie's the fucking GOAT and why fucking LeBron should kiss his knuckles after he gets that second ring on him. Right. Like after after Kyrie gets a ring on LeBron's dome, I want to hear shit no more. <laughs> it's like nah, niggas gonna be like, this is the most rigged NBA Finals ever. I'm like, no, it's not. Where's your top ten defense and offense? I think they're a top five actually, and both. They're not a better team than the Warriors. Like, and this I'm talking about Warriors without KD. <laughs> Never mind the words with KD. When they have Steph, they have Clay, they have Draymond, and they have KD. Mind you, Draymond can already play the five. KD can already play the five. Neither of them were being or are innate fives, but they can already defend fives. They already have two other people that can do that. Clay can defend one through four. <laughs> Steph can't can't can barely defend a one. But like that nigga knows how. Then he can play great defense. He knows. Especially this year. This year, his defense has gotten better. Like, Steph's just in a bad bad team right now. But enough of basketball, all right? Enough of that. All right, 25 minutes in. Enough of that. Let's get into juicy shit. Mm, juicy, juicy. Man, I wanna, and I want to talk about this last week when it was happening. I don't like just talk about the broad picture of things. So it's like Derek, that there's a nigga. Just 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 in case you guys don't know, there's a guy called Derek Jackson. And he and I and I say this very fucking loosely. Like this is what he calls it, but he gives like quote unquote relationship advice. <laughs> and it's you in my opinion, from ev- all everything that I've seen, this nigga's just pandering to women. And what, like, women, and, like, what a woman would believe, bro. Like, about how a guy should, like, quote-unquote treat her. And, like, obviously, so, and it's, like, it's stuff that's, like, as a guy, you can't be, like, you can't just outwardly be, like, oh, I disagree with you. Because you don't. At the end of the day, like, he's saying obvious shit. He's, like, oh, yeah, a guy shouldn't cheat. If a guy cheats on you, then he didn't really love you. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't want to go back to him and all this blah 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 bullshit. And he's how he has no sympathy for a nigga that cheats. A word, nigga. No sympathy. A word. Guess what? This nigga cheated on his wife. <laughs> like, there's there's no other way to like. <laughs> like you already know. I don't. I don't fucking like write nothing down before this. I don't I don't fucking think about shit beforehand for the most part. Like obviously I have the thoughts in my head the moment I hear about shit. But I never try to organize it. So this, I'm not even there's no other way to put it loosely or nothing. This is that nigga. This nigga cheated on his wife. 
And and, the, and it's funny because <laughs> it's, it's like it comes in three parts. <laughs> so let me just explain the first part because literally it comes in three parts, which is what makes it so fucking hilarious to me. And like this is my issue, and this and this just brings in like my general issue with these fucking relationship gurus, like niggas that try and make a profit off of just like quote unquote helping people with their relationships. Give them basic fucking advice, regular no, regular shit that they should already fucking know, but set but spitting it in a way in a way that a certain person wants to hear. And the worst part about it is that the the best relationship advice is always the shit that the person doesn't want to fucking hear, which is what makes it worse. But it really comes it came in parts, like literally fucking. The first thing is that someone went and immediately tried to expose it. And in the beginning, nobody knows if these allegations are true, but the vast majority of people that that like know his content, thinks it's other bullshit, wanted it to be true. Like I won't lie, I kind of I was okay with it being true. I was like, you know, like I was I'm not one of those niggas that's like immediately gonna jump ahead and be like, yo, that nigga did that. No, I'm not gonna be like that for the most part. <laughs> like obviously, I'm just a clown in there. Yo, yeah. You know what that nigga did, man. You know. <laughs> but, like, in general, like, when I say just clowning, I mean, like, when you make a few, when you, like, back then when you make the, when you made a Michael Jackson joke about him and little kids, or when you make the freaking church jokes about them and little kids, like, I don't know why I immediately thought little kids, but, like, when you, but, like, basically, where all that shit was, like, was happening, like, there's some truth into it. Not the Michael Jackson one, per se. Like, that nigga played a lot with a bunch of kids. That nigga really loved kids. <laughs> but there was no real proof to him that less than them. So, it really is like, it's just weird. Like, we all make jokes about those and everything. So, like, obviously, I won't be one to, f- to fucking run away from those types of jokes. But like in the first part, you can't you can't one hundred percent say it because it's, they're, they're just claims, they're allegations against them. There's no proof, and I'm one of those people. Like I literally said it the like two episodes ago, not the last one. The all the no order, all chaos joint. I was really saying, bro, innocent until proven guilty. I'm, just, we're gonna, I'm gonna watch how it goes. The fucking set in the first in the so for the first part, the allegations come. And the first thing he did. Is not accept blame. None of that. That nigga lied. He said that he did not have sexual. He said I had sexual relations, but I didn't have sex. <laughs> I fucking hate niggas like that. I didn't nut, so it's okay. I didn't really fuck her if I didn't finish. No, nigga. <laughs> like all she did was suck my dick, nigga. You still cheated. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what the fuck? Nigga, you have a wife. Let her suck your dick. If she's not trying to suck your dick, you shouldn't have gotten married to her in the, in the first place. As the nigga J.I.D. said, bruh. Would you tell it? Would you? Wait, man. I, I, I can't mess up this line, bruh. I can't mess up this line. I'm looking up, but I'm going to still keep talking. Would you call it? Nah, fuck it. Would you call it a chick that don't suck? Oh, yeah. Would you call a dick that? Oh, what you call a dick? Oh, no. Would you call a chick that don't suck dick? You don't. You don't. You don't call a chick that don't suck dick. It's simple. 
<laughs> Just like I feel as though, like, a girl would want their pussy to get eaten out, right? A guy would want their dick to be sucked. So it's like, if if your guy doesn't eat doesn't eat eat pussy, bro, then I understand why you don't suck his dick. But if you expect a guy to eat put eat your joint, eat your punani, <laughs> but not fucking, you don't want to give him a little head on the side. Then you're just a terrible person, bro. All right, dog kings, know your worth. All right, you don't call a chick that don't slurp the D like some damn spaghetti. All right, I want the. All right, I want that. <laughs> this shit fucking divulged. But basically, that Derek Jackson nigga, man. And it, you see, that's the other thing, bruh. Derek Jackson was not okay with just jacking on, man. <laughs> like, you popped the champagne, bruh. The champagne of truth. Because <laughs> that post nut clarity be helping you out, bruh. <laughs> like, every, like, I'm telling you, bruh, as a guy, bruh, if there's ever a moment where you feel like you, you're about to cheat, Nut first, like, get that post-nut clarity real quick, all right? Then think about it, bro. Like, is it worth it to cheat? Like, do you, like, if you don't like the relationship you're in, just get out of it and then go ahead and fuck a whole bunch of bitches, all right? It's simple. Like, I just don't see the worth of it to cheat. Because everybody's like, because it's always all fun until you get fucking caught. That's how it is, man. It's always all fun and games. It's all fun and games, man. So the pistol comes out, man. Then a cop's behind your back. <laughs> it's all fun and games until your girl catches you in bed with a fucking dude, man. <laughs> but nah, man. So he gets caught in all that shit. He lies about it. He, he basically like lies about it. Second day, or the next part, is that <laughs> the proof comes out. Like, this nigga did not only have sexual relations. He related to her sexually. I don't know. Like, that joint was in there. <laughs> he was swimming through her ocean, all right? <laughs> and then and then he was all like, stop. And he randomly was all like, stop. I'm not, fucking, I'm, not, stop I'm not trying to fuck with you no more and everything. And it's like, yeah. He threw that He threw that girl away after he got hit. What do you, what do you want, bro? It's facts. Well, my other thing is like, I feel like the girl knew who he was, bro. You don't be taking videos and pictures of, of that nigga sleeping next to you and everything, not knowing who to, like, you knew who he was, you knew what you were doing, and you did that shit on purpose. Like, the fact the fact of the matter is that while that girl showed receipts, she still invaded private. <laughs> she, she, did it, she did it with a fucking purpose. She had that shit saved for a fucking reason. And that shit is actually crazy to me. Because those joints only be, like, and someone else said that. It was like Abba and Preach or some shit. Those things only become receipts after <laughs> after you get you got the goods, bruh. Like, it's honestly terrible, but eh, what can you do, bruh? He put himself in that situation. Like, like he said, bruh, you shouldn't show t- sympathy to anybody that fucking cheats. Like he fucking said. That's what I'm saying. This nigga was on his fucking high horse and all that shit. 
saying, oh, if you have a man that does this, you're, he's terrible and everything. Or if a man doesn't, doesn't want to do this, this, and this for you, he doesn't really care. I'm like, eh, depends on the situation, asshole. I'm like, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, for example, if we were, if you're with a guy in college, right? I feel like there's a lot of things that, like, a lot of people don't fucking, like, get in their head. College in and of itself is a stress is like a stressful thing for for a lot of people. If, if not some, a lot, like that's what I'm saying. If not a lot, then I'll, I'll I'll dig it down to some. But like knowing that a lot of people are putting a majority of their money into like their school, like activities or like just paying for groceries, rent, all of this stuff. So it's like they they, they don't always have like a lot of stuff on the side and everything. And it's like, it takes a, like a good, a great partner, just in general, like boy or girl, to be able to realize that and to be able to come together and still do, and like, obviously still do things, but do it within their act, within their limit. In the sense of like, not every day is like something, is like a day where it's like, you can just spend your entire day with them. Not every day you guys can like go out and like do do stuff, like have expensive meals, go to an expensive restaurant, do all that shit. It's not every day that you can like just be on the phone talking to her all night long. Cause like you never know. Like a nigga might have a fucking engineering midterm and they're fucked. <laughs> because you wouldn't talk to them all fucking night. Like <laughs> And that's not even from experience, to be completely honest with you. Maybe. I don't think I've ever, like, been in that situation. Maybe. I don't know. I wouldn't call it that. But, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, just just saying stuff while ignoring any other fuck, like, any other thing that might add to the, add to the circumstances that make the situation, that makes certain situations more complex is literally just being ignorant for the sake of being ignorant. For for you to say that there's just one answer, and th- it is literally just a black and white fallacy. Like, I think I talked about that fallacy before. And it is a fallacy where it's like, oh, yeah, it's like the gray area fallacy where everything is just like, not everything's purely in the middle. There is some stuff where it's just like right or wrong. But I don't, I feel as though in a relationship, is there's more of a gray area. Because then it's like, the right, of, the right and wrongs, like obviously, there's some concessions, consensus, right or wrong, all right. But like the right or wrongs in certain relations, like some things that you can or can't do in certain relationships, you can in other ones. And just I feel as though they need to acknowledge that, like there is a need for that. But moving forward, bro. So for during this part two as well, like he he got proven the wrong and everything. Like this, he did cheat. And then he gets on live with his girl, with his wife. And it was the most, I don't know if it's live or it's just like a video or whatever, but basically he releases something, right? It's him and his wife. And it's like, it was the weirdest fucking apology video that that I've seen. Because like, for a majority of apology videos, right? That you see online and everything of people. A majority of them, like, try and deflect blame, 100% just throw, say, like, oh, because of, like, they start crying on the on the mic, 
they immediately blame it on depression and how they're feeling. And while there is some validity to that, it also depends on like the fucking allegations, number one. Because like <laughs> I've seen some some of these apology videos where it's all like, you know, I was just just in a dark place, and that's why me as a twenty three year old was talking to a fifteen year old girl. Like no, <laughs> like there's never been a point where I've been where it's like because I've been depressed before and all that bit shit. Like there's never been a point in my depression where I was just like I was like you know what would really help me. Talking to some fucking high school girls right now. Just just so I can get my fucking self-esteem back in order. <laughs> I've never thought that at any point. So it's like, just the just the usage of that. And he starts off being like, oh, it's nobody else's fault except Derek Jackson. I put myself in this kid, in this predicament. And he starts he starts off by saying all that. He's like, yeah, my wife didn't push me into doing this. Like, all that, blah, blah, blah. But then... <sighs> It's like, there's something disingenuous about it to me. A little bit. And it's not only because he's being hypocritical. It's like, the way he's presenting it. Because he's like, me and my wife have already been over it. We talked about it and everything. And we're good. And I'm like, alright, that's fine. But number one, the way he put his wife into it was like, because you know how the internet is. If it's your, like, 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 dog, you saw how, how crazy the internet, you, you had to have been there to see how crazy the internet was being during the fucking Will Smith, the Will and Jada joint, bro. And it was all like, even though Jada was the one that did it, that did the most wrong, just because Will Smith was willing to entertain it, that nigga got clowned. That nigga got dragged for a bit. So it's like, obviously, I'm not saying, like, don't have your wife on the fucking video doing with you. Because I feel as though, like, if she wanted to be on there, it's whatever and all that. If she wanted to say something, it's whatever, it's all that. But, like, I feel as though the way he was using her was more of a deflection point than, like, realizing his mistakes. And that's where, and that's where I stand up for that. For that. Like, she was all, he, because he literally was like, do you have anything to say? Like, for me, if someone has something to fucking say, like, I don't need to ask them. I'm like, I'm like, all right. Like, I'll be one of those niggas that be like, all right, we're done. I'll look at them for a second. If they agree, we're done. We're done. The way <laughs> niggas were all like, damn, the way he's holding his her hand the entire time, bro. He probably gave her a little squeeze when he said, you got something to say. You feel me? He said, mm. hey, come on. Come on. Say something. <laughs> Good. Because the thing is, like, the way it was just so awkward, it just felt a little bit, like, planned. And I feel as though the straw that broke the camel's back, at least to me, was, like, the last, the final, the final fucking part of it was this nigga reacting <laughs> to his own fucking apology video. I thought that, that shit was so fucking stupid. Because this is my thing about that one. This guy, I don't know if y'all can hear that. There's, there seems to be some trouble out of brewing. There's some fucking sirens. <laughs> but getting back to it. Plowing ahead. Shout out Bill Burr. <laughs> Plowing ahead. <laughs> but um, 
freaking basically it's like my issue with him really stems from like at least for that third part where he's just talking about it he starts off he starts off the third part by being like so someone was say someone said in my in the comments of my freaking like video with my wife and everything that I should react to this so react do a reaction video to it so I did a hundred percent. That nigga was trolling him. He was joshing him. That's why that nigga ended. Up deleting, that's why Derek Jackson ended up deleting his reaction video to his own fucking re, his own fucking apology because that nigga was stupid. And this guy went and talked about him about himself strictly in third person, and in a way, that's pure narcissism. And this is why I didn't like that third one at all because there was no. Not only was there no need. The way he said it, it was like, because in all these other videos that he's had, all these oh, other reacting to other fucking people like that he's had, he always says there's no excuse. There's no excuse. The girl shouldn't stay. The girl shouldn't stay. You shouldn't have to fucking have to deal with that shit. But guess what? For him, it was fine. For him, it was okay for his girl to have to deal with that. For, for him to put himself, his girl in that position, it's fine. It's okay. He was like, oh, yeah, the apology is pretty good. I thought it was pretty, it was pretty solid, you know. Um, there's some people that were saying that, like, the, the way he was with, the way he was holding his girl and everything and, and all that, um, like, that he was kind of, it seemed like he was forcing her, but no, she wanted it, but, um, and, like, you, I could see, I could see that, um, I, when, when I'm looking at it, but, you know, after I saw her, her live stream, her stuff with the shade room and everything, um, you feel that this that was just her. She's a quiet person. She's not very vocal. Uh, and she and just saying all this fucking bullshit and everything. Like, <laughs> nigga, nobody's going to hear. Like, you could be, you could have been a hundred percent right. Nobody's gonna fucking listen because all because this is the thing you've been teaching for so fucking long that there is no, there's not ever a single excuse. For being for being a cheater, for the most part, look, I agree. You shouldn't ever feel the need that you should fucking cheat on your girl. All right, like you should never be at that point, in my opinion. But like, there's there's so many things. There's other circumstances to it, in the sense of like. Like, when you see, like, and it's like, it's, I feel as though he, even he said this, bro. Like, the way he, he panders, bro. Because you see it online and all that. Girl, like, girls on Twitter and, like, Instagram, like, you see this. And, like, people, and, like, the way people avoid responsibility, in the sense, it's like, if a girl cheats on a guy, it's considered, in a, partly, the guy's fault for the girl cheating. Which is fucking insane to me. Because we never, we never try and do that fucking bullshit analysis. Oh, he didn't love me how he was supposed to love me. For, or she didn't love, we never say she didn't love me how she was supposed to love me. When the guy fucking cheats. When the girl fucking cheats. We, there's always, there's always that fucking look where it's all like, I cheated because, I cheated because you drove me to cheat. What the fuck does that mean? You drove me to cheat. Nigga, if you don't get that fucking bullshit, dog. The lack of <laughs> the lack of self responsibility, I feel as though 
is like being presented generation after fucking generation where people are just sitting there victimizing themselves is disgusting to me. That might be a fucking episode in and of itself. I had a fucking argument with Toby about that actually. To a huge so like like and it wasn't like um just like in general victimizing themselves. We were talking about like the black plight and everything that comes with it. And like how because I was all like to an extent, yeah, because I was like obviously to an extent they victim like black people victimize themselves. And you, you can't lie about that. No there's no like able <laughs> There's no like logically thinking black person that's not that is, is unable to see like the inherent like victimization of oneself that causes them not to be able to proceed to proceed because like when you do that to yourself, you block off plenty of other ag- avenues that you should take because it's like oh yeah because because of all these other people I'm not able to actually do what I want to I'm like nah if you stop if you stop listening to all those other people you could have probably still done it. Just didn't feel like it. You feel me? Like, I don't know. That's just that's just my fucking two cents about it. Like, dog, I feel so like sometimes, like, I don't know. I've just observed so much fucking shit. I feel as though at this point in my like, at this point in my life, that makes me like. Makes me feel like I understand things better. Like, and I understand, like, being in a certain situation versus putting it into practice are two completely different things. And I can acknowledge that. <laughs> like, I can 100% acknowledge that. Like, being in the relationship is completely different than talking to something and giving advice to someone who's out of it. And it's like, my thing is just like, you have to stop, like, one of my, the biggest things is that, number one, stop idolizing celebrity love and all that bullshit. Remember when fucking Quavo and Sweetie, they had that fucking, the, that nigga sent, like, a, a fucking emo Jule ice cube, can I be your ice boy, or whatever that fucking shit. Niggas started doing that shit. The reason that shit worked is because that man has money. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, if he slid to a majority of girls like that, they wouldn't have bad in the eye. The thing that made them would have made them fucking literally come <laughs> orgasm in their panties is the fact that Quavo came is the one that slid into their DMs. That's it. <laughs> you feel me? Like, and that's what I thought was fucking hilarious about it. Like, everybody, like, everybody knew that shit was fucking weak. Or at least the majority of people knew that shit was weak. Like, it should not have actually fucking worked at all. But it's because of the cut that he already has that it worked. And everybody was like, oh, yeah, relationship goals, relationship goals. Sudi was all like, oh, yeah, I knew Quavo was the one for me. Or was it Quavo? It might not have been Quavo, actually. Was it Quavo, Diddy, Sweetie? Which one was the one that has Cardi B? Um, Freaking Quavo and Sweetie. Her name's kind of dumb. Yeah, it's Quavo. But, um, yeah, no. Freaking <laughs> dog, if you could be idolizing their, their relationship, but like when it was happening, uh, Sweetie was all like, Oh, I knew he Quavo loved me when he gave me his last piece of chicken wing. I'm like, Nigga, I don't know because, like, I don't love everybody in all the jobs that I've had, but if there's only one donut left, I'm gonna try not to be the dickhead that eats the last donut <laughs> just 
just so I'm not I'm not in that like freaking awkward social pressure. You feel me? Like if I'm in if I'm chilling with anybody, it doesn't have to it doesn't matter if it's a girl or a guy, and I'm sharing food with them in general already, right? At the end of the day, I'm gonna be like, yo, you want this last one? If they say no, I'm all in on that bitch. Like, what the fuck? There won't be no skin, no meat on that bone. It's just gonna be gone, my nigga. Alright? <laughs> like, and part of that is like also represents the the types of guys that Sweetie dated. <laughs> like, I feel so like niggas ignore the like the fact that like that should say more about the people that she's been with. And like how she is as a person, what she values, that <laughs> than how Quavo is, because like I feel as though in general, a majority of people like would offer their last fucking like bite or or few fucking joints of food to their significant other without really batting too much of an eye, as long as they're as long as that's not being abused. <laughs> but in a sense, like dog, it would bo- it bothers me, like. If I buy some fucking food, before I buy some food, I'm like, yo, you want something? You say no, but when I bring the fucking food, the you you have you wanna you wanna like look at it as if it's a fucking holy grail. Fucking eyeing that shit. I'm looking at you, I see your fucking mouth watering and all that bullshit. And you're wondering and you're wondering why I haven't offered to share or why or if or if you when you do ask, I'm like, nah, you're you're good. Like, nigga. I bought a certain, like, when I ask people that shit, especially, like, certain, certain fucking situations, bro, like, because I'm not a selfish guy in general, like, I'm selfish about certain things, but, like, for the most part, like, majority of people would not call me selfish, <laughs> like, they call me a dickhead, but not selfish, you feel me, <laughs> like, so, when I, if I'm not willing to share, it's literally because I made, I did a certain amount just for me. Alright. Honestly, with that sharing thing, I have two things for that. Like, like for example, once I was high and, um, not, rather than I was high, I hit a tree. <laughs> like, you know, I was just punching trees, bro. I was, I wasn't high. I was just, I just punched a few trees. <laughs> Technically ate ate them, but no one's no one really cares about that shit, right? And it was me, um, my roommate, he was sober, one of my other friends that were there, and they had gotten high with a high with me. Or they punched they ate a tree they punched a tree with me basically, alright? They were on them on that joint, alright? And I have some food in my fridge. So at this point I pull out I pull out the food in my fridge like my main fridge. And I start preparing it. I tell her, the other person that is in that state of mind with me, all right? <laughs> in that elevated state of mind. I tell her, I was like, yo, here's a plate. There's the food. Put, put, make your plate. And that's it. I was like, yo, make your plate. We good. Dog. The fucking audacity. And like I'll say the audacity. Because this is my thing. I I take everything out. I presenting everything to you. I give you a plate. I am in the same freaking like level of like joint with you. 
in my head, I treat, like, if I treat you as a, like, if, if we ever get close enough as a friend, to an extent, I try, te- I try, uh, like, I start treating people the same as I would treat my siblings. Like, the only person who I will make, like, the only times I'll make food for somebody, like, completely, like, make them a plate, is either when I'm, like, fully cooking, cooking, like I'm in that um, in that joint. I'm like, all right, now to separate these joints into plates. Like I don't do that for shit that's been in the fridge, and all you have to do is reheat for the most part. Or, like I'm doing it for my little sister, or I'm doing it for somebody who did it for me, like earlier. At this at this point, she had never made me a plate before. I'm in no obligation to make her a plate. Keep in mind the thing that accelerated our br- our brains already already came from me. So I already, I already been, I already been shared. <laughs> like nigga, I'm the one that gotta like. That's who, I'm the one that loosens the pockets for that one. Nobody else, just me. <laughs> and like she was all, and like later, like I think like a few days later, she was, she tried to like say, oh, um, well, I asked you to make me food and you didn't. I was like, and I literally told her, I was like, I put it all out for you, and I said, if you want some, take some. But I'm not gonna sit here and make you a plate just because you don't you don't you don't wanna freaking like do any like dog, that's what I'm saying. The inherent laziness that comes with some things. And that, that's that's and that's all I can call it. Like I'm still cool with the person to this day, bruh. At least to my knowledge. But I'm gonna be real about some stuff. Like there's some stuff like that like, where it's all like it just annoys me. And I'm like, cause like this is the thing. While some people don't want to freaking, like, admit it, friendships, arguably, are similar to, like, actual, like, relationships. Because at, at, at the end of the day, you have to make some sort of, like, to a lesser degree, I feel like. Like, a lesser known degree. But it's a, not actually, maybe actually a more, a higher degree. So you have to look at them, that face, almost every fucking day. You have to be okay with that. And the moment you're not okay with looking at that face every single day is when you should ask, you should ask yourself, should I leave the situation, the relationship that I'm in, I feel like. So it's like, you have to be in that, like, friendship type vibe already. Like, you have to be able to, like, already, like, like be able to do that. Like, for my wife, if my wife told me to make her a plate, fuck, I look like not making her a plate. If my girlfriend told me to make her a plate, fuck, I look like not making her a plate. I'll be completely honest. But it's like, nigga, we're both in the same freaking, like, time zone damn near like <laughs> actually like the fact that i had to freaking get up and like do mine is in and of itself fucking like <laughs> was in and of itself harder now but you want me to do the same to you like i literally said like look i'll walk down the hall with you because i didn't have a microwave in my room i'm like look i'll walk down the hall with you we'll heat it together and all that. i'll talk i'll do all of that bruh but I'm not gonna freaking like do that shit for you. You feel me? Like I'm not gonna be here and be like, "Here, do you want more? Do you want less?" Like I can't, I can't be in the middle of all that bullshit. I don't know. Like for sure, like I don't know, man. Guess that's just what I believe on, on like just the matter of things in general, bro. At the end of the day, no sympathy to Derek Jackson because he gave no sympathy to anybody else. He's the one that said it, so you can't. So 
anybody who still like believes in him and like anything he like anything he tries to say at this point are probably people who already invested time and money into him and it's like it's too late to go back on it like <laughs> it's like it's like if your stock is doing bad bruh but technically you only but you only lose money <laughs> you only lose money when you pull out <laughs> you feel me I feel so that's how everybody who paid for or wasted their time fucking idolizing Derek Jackson and what he and what he quote unquote believed. I say quote unquote believed because that nigga didn't even follow his own beliefs. <laughs> like anybody who's in those situations, man, I don't even fucking know what to say, man. But. <clears throat> That's the podcast. Thank you. Thank you all for coming out. <clears throat> Listen to me ramble a bit. Um uh, I don't know if I already said this in like the other one, maybe other one or two podcasts. Um I'm trying to do some streaming every now and then. I'm gonna try and stream Saturdays every now and then. I'm definitely going to stream other days. Um, so that's going to happen. Um, there's going to be, right in this month of April, there's going to be a decent chunk of exams I have in the beginning of it. So um, there might not be as many episodes with Nigel or like with other guests just because like those take a certain level of planning. Like not even the, the episode with Nigel don't take as much planning, but in the sense that like, we have to plan when to record together and all that bullshit. Right, 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 right. So it's like, <laughs> it's like to a degree, there's some planning that goes on. And then like the group ones, definitely some planning. I'm going to try and get the, the uh that OG group joint, <laughs> the Warframe squad with Tobe, Ch- uh, Chris, and all of them. Try and see if we get Charles, the kid, all all these guests back here again and everything. And maybe some more in the future. I'm definitely looking to like try my hand at some like uh get like get like a special special guest podcast podcast where it's like I talk to like some like credited professionals and all the shit and like see ask some opinions on what they think on certain things, kinda of do like an interview esque podcast type stuff. I'm definitely looking to do to do those a little bit in the future. Um but for now, just bear with me. There's gonna be some weeks where I'm I'm gonna have two episodes a week, like a no most likely it would be like a regular podcast episode on Monday, then like a no order all chaos episode on Thursday. Um But besides that Oh, also I'm definitely gonna expand on my on YouTube, um, in a sense of like I'm gonna start posting some. Vi- I'm gonna try and start posting some videos there. I already post like the podcast episodes there, and I on um, some clips that I've um, gotten from the podcast. Just try and get some more clips and all that stuff. Follow us on Instagram, just underscore talking, and um, I'm gonna catch you in the next one, man. <laughs>
was the Just Talking Podcast.